Hey, how's it going? I'm Dave. I'm Joe. And this is Track for Fucking Track. Let's do this. Let's do this, man. So today, the album that we are reviewing is called uh, American Love Song by Ryan Bingham. Yeah, it's uh, like a country album. It's like an Americana fucking country, country, like, yeah, something like that. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, it's, it's different. It's a lot different than... Anything we've reviewed so far. Yeah. So that's cool. I like to do different things. So Jumping uh, around keeps it interest- interesting. Yeah, 100%. 100%. So uh, let's get started with the first song, Jingle and Go. Uh, I fucking love this song. This song is so goddamn catchy. Like, it, I didn't really like it a ton the first time I heard it, but after listening to it a couple times, it like grew on me really hard. I also like this song. I knew when I listened to this album, or when I when I listened to this song rather, that the uh, if the rest of the album had this feel, that it was going to be good. Uh, I did get kind of tired of the opening few notes of the song because they're really in your face, and I feel like after listening to it five hundred times, they're like they're kind of stale. But the rest of the song is really good. I feel like just like the opening, like I don't know, maybe ten or fifteen notes. I was okay. like, because I would listen to this, I would like maybe I'd click on the album and I'd just automatically play the song, and I'd be like, ah oh, shit, I want to go jump to another song. So, but the the lyrics are great, and you know all the the guitar and stuff in the song are great. It's kind of like a I feel like a rock and roll. It's so fun, you know. It's such a good time. I disagree. Every time I hear the first few notes of this song, I'm hyped. Like I, I start dancing around the fucking living room and stuff. I love this song. It's like, like uh, it's like a song about going from like bar to bar, busking and just like making money playing music. And uh, it's just so fun, man. Like it's such a good time. And then there's like a like a choir of people singing in the background. Just, I like that a lot. The oh, choir. It's so good, bro. It feels like gospel music. That's that's exactly what I wrote down. It's like the gospel kind of like awesome. gospel women in the background. Yeah, dude. And then there's like a little bit of a guitar solo halfway through and it just builds up real nice at the end and just keeps going and going like with that jingle and go just over and over. <laughs> oh, it's so fun. It's such a good song. I was really excited when I heard this as like the opener because I agree. I, as soon as I heard it, I was like, if the rest of the album is even vaguely like this, I'm about to have a great time listening yeah. to this album. And, uh, yeah, it's just, that's all there is to it, man. None of the lyrics are, like, particularly special or anything, but they're just fun. They're just a good time. It's, like, a fun, like, easy little story, you know? It's it's solid. Yeah, nothing you have to think about too hard, but you get it. Exactly, exactly. All right, uh, moving on to track two, Nothing Holds Me Down. Yeah, I, uh... This song starts off a little weird. Yeah. It has that, like... It oh, does. It has I, a weird intro. And, but, but I get into it. As soon as the intro is done, I'm like into it. Yeah, it's like a... It kind of reminds me of what... I don't even really know what this means, but electronic bubbles. I don't... Okay. <laughs> like, I see what you're saying. They're kind of like... I don't know. That's... It like, kinda listen rem- to it. But a, a lot of the songs on this album kind of reminded me of the way... This is going to sound weird, but the way that Tyler, the Creator, starts music. Like, especially on, like, Wolf. I don't know if you ever listened to Wolf. But, like, every single song on that album started out with, like, four bars of just, like, almost like a count-in, kind of, but, like, with the beat. I feel like a lot of his songs do that. Because, like, Jingle and Go kind of does that. Like, it sounds almost like a count-in of those first few notes, and then it comes in, and this song does the same thing. And there's a few other songs on the album that do that. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, it's strange, but I don't don't dislike it. Yeah, it it gets a little annoying. Like if you're listening to the whole album all the way through, like occasionally. But uh yeah, I don't I don't mind it at all. I think it's totally okay. It's just something I noticed. 
But uh, yeah, this is a good song though. It's like a, it's got a good pace. It's definitely like a like a classic rocky kind of country tune, you know? Yeah, it gets it gets very even after the weird intro, it gets very country. Even more so than like the first song is a little rock and like rock and roll sounding. This one's a little more country. It leans kind of more on that side of the spectrum, Americana. I I completely agree. The first song is definitely more rock and rollish. But then this song this song's got like another really fun little like guitar solo halfway through. It's real short, like it almost just sounds like a lick, but like it's pretty good, you know. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. It's got just fun lyrics. It's just like fun, like carefree. Like the whole the album so far just feels very carefree. Don't you worry, Mama. Like yeah, that kind. Of, well, that's a that. lyric, but that's like the feel. I wrote of that the down whole too. Song. Don't you worry, Mama. I'll call you on telephone. Don't ask me where I'm going. All I know is where I've gone. That's so fucking good, dude. I love it. Oh, it feels so like. That's yeah. that's something you get a lot of. I feel like in country music is the artist talking to or about their mom. A hundred percent, dude. And he does it more than once. Yeah, that's. I don't know if you looked into him at all. Well, I'm sure you did, like a little bit into him. But his mother and and father, I think, both died recently. Oh. So uh, some of the songs on here are about that as well, which is a little sad, and we'll get into it later. But uh, but yeah. Uh yeah, it's a fun song. It's it's got it's just like got a good energy, I guess. It's got a good vibe. It's like a honky tonk, like fucking kind of yes. hickish bar vibe. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. if they played this stuff at like Twelve North, Twelve North would do the shit. <laughs> 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 but uh, but yeah. So the next song is called Pontiac, and uh, what you think of this song, Joe? I really like kind of how he throws his voice in this song. This was this was the first song where I realized that he had a good voice. Like he he's singing good, but then you hit this song and you're like, oh no, he's like actually really good at singing. Like he's not he's not just good enough. He's like exceptional. It's so funny you say that because the first note that I wrote down other than the fact that I love the fiddle intro, which is really fun because I love fiddle music, mm-hmm. is uh his vocals sound pretty fucking rough. <laughs> they sound really rough as soon as he comes in. Really? I think so. Yeah, oh, I don't know. Man. Like he's definitely straining. I don't know. It doesn't sound like chaos. Like he's not It doesn't sound like he he can't hit the notes. It sounds like maybe he's doing it on purpose, I guess. But it sounds rough, especially the very first line. After that, he definitely like takes it under control, in my opinion. Okay. But like the very first line just sounds so fucked. Like it sounds so out of tune to me. I can I can see what you're what you're saying, like the out of tune. Which is usually something I don't mind at all. Like you know me, I I don't yeah. mind if, if the singers are a little wonky, and I don't mind it on this song either. But the last couple songs, he was like pretty like perfectly on pitch, in my opinion. And this song, he just the way he came in was just like. Oh God, boy! You gotta try a different note or something. You know what I mean? But uh, but again, dude, it's just like another fun ass country rock song, man. It's all about his car and like picking up a girl and his car. You know, what yeah, I'm it's saying? got all those like classic oh. country themes that you always you hear. Some people complain about, others love. Like that, yeah. it's got all of those, themes. but not in a cringy way. That's I wrote that down. I said it's got the classic country themes, but not in a way that's like the annoying cliche of yeah. like. Of like newer countries, of, yeah, a lot of newer countries, like, uh, like like FGL or something like yeah, that. Yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Dude, there's just some fun lyrics on here too. Like, I like the part when he says, "A smoke in my mirror, making my heart bleed." Oh, come on, baby, touch me till I'm weak in the knees. Like, he's like throwing in those like sly like innuendos a little bit too. Yeah, it just makes the song really fun, man. It's such a fun song. The whole album up to this point, 
Like it definitely it changes pace a little bit, but like it's so fun. Like it's just these first three songs I could see you throwing into a playlist and like being at a backyard barbecue, drinking some beers. These songs come on, everyone gets like later in the night, everyone's a little drunk, having a good time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're also in this good sweet spot of you can throw it on and just listen, or you can throw it on and you can like look into it a little bit. Yeah, like you don't have you can you can do both. Yeah, there's definitely more. Uh, to the songs if you dig into the lyrics a little bit. I agree. But you wouldn't have to do that to no. enjoy them. Yeah, I completely agree. Okay, moving on to Beautiful and Kind. Oh, uh, I thought Lover Girl was next. Oh, moving on to Lover Girl. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> I totally That's okay. had those two out of order. <laughs> nah, you're good, man. I wrote all the song titles down in my notes this time because every time we do this... I don't have the song, like the album track, the track list up, and then I mess it up. So I got you, bro. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so what'd you think of this song, Joe? Did you like this song? I thought it was all right. I didn't think it was, for me, as strong as the first three, because it was like a little less fun. But I completely agree. It was good. It wasn't not good. It just wasn't as much fun, which is kind of what I look for when I listen to country for most of the things. Right. I th- feel like... I didn't like it as much at first. It's just it's really easy on the ears, but it's a little boring, and it's way too long. It does not need to be, in my opinion, it does not need to be six minutes. Six th- and a half. Six and a half minutes. Yeah, dude. I feel like this song. If this song was four minutes, three and a half minutes, maybe it would have been way better. I agree. Because like it's good and it's kind of sweet. It's got like again, it's got like a nice vibe, like it's an easygoing vibe. And uh, there's some nice lyrics, but it just doesn't need to be six minutes. Like, it's, it's hard to pull off a six-minute song because yeah. you have to have a real interesting song, and not every song can do it. I just, I don't... He, he doesn't change the songs up enough, like musically, yeah. I guess. he does, it, like, There's no like switch-up three minutes in or four minutes in, which generally like you kind of have to do to keep a song interesting for that long, and he just doesn't do it. Which and he doesn't do it on any of the six minute songs that we're gonna get to. No, he doesn't. Which is like one of my main complaints with this album is the songs that are like the songs that are like more than four minutes. They they just start to drag for me. But uh, yeah. But back to this song specifically, it's a nice little love song. There's some fun lyrics. The chorus is really good. I really like the chorus. He says, uh, like when he they actually he changes it once too, I think, which is a way to, to make the song interesting, but you got to change up the music a little bit too, in my opinion. Yeah, the last chorus is different. And the, well, the middle chorus is different from the, the first one too. Chorus. Yeah, he says, uh, well, if I only knew just where to start, I'd tell you how I fell apart, wound up sleeping oh, in my car, it's broken down in the parking lot. Like, the scars upon my heart won't hide, but now I found your sparkling eyes. Yeah, like that's nice. That's really yeah. sweet. I like that. But, uh, I feel like, and this is, again, probably something I'll say later on another song. I just feel like he doesn't get personal enough with the lyrics to make the personal songs as engaging as they could be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. now that you say that. Because there's can... there's a lot of songs, that, like we'll get to the next song, the next couple songs actually, that are fantastic. But they're like big idea songs. So they work really well. You don't have to get, he gets a little specific, but he doesn't have to get super specific because we know what he's talking about. But the, like the personal songs, like the love songs, they, I don't know, they kind of suffer from like a little bit of just like, they're not specific enough. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You have to look at something like that up close to really get it. Yeah. And if you're kind of like, it, it doesn't make it 
personal enough, so then you can't yourself identify with it almost. Yeah, I feel like which sounds kind of counterintuitive. Like you'd think that the more general a song is, the more you could relate to it, maybe. But at least in my opinion, I I kind of like when they're very specific. Like when artists are very specific about things, especially love songs. Like like talk about something really specific between you and your partner, which I mean maybe is a little too personal for them. And uh, I actually have a little bit of a theory about that that we'll get to in a little while too. Okay. But uh, it just makes the song like, cause then you can like almost attach yourself to that personal little thing and like replace it with your own little personal thing. Like when it's too general, I feel like it kind of just feels boring. Like it feels cliche. Yeah. You know? I, I completely agree. Yeah. Especially when the song is six minutes long. Yeah. And, no- <laughs> and nothing specific kind of happens. And nothing changes, but yeah, man. So that's, that's all. That's how I feel about the song. It's not bad, but it's just not. It's definitely a uh, not as strong as the first three songs or the next couple songs, yeah. in my opinion. So next More song not. is beautiful and kind. This song is fucking awesome. It's beautiful. It's like it's calming. The lyrics are fucking great. <laughs> I love this song. This song is so good. It's uh, it's kind of like a song I would imagine listening to on a long drive at right. night. Right. Like, just cruising. Like, not even going anywhere. Just cruising. This is, a uh, This song kind of got me, like, a little caught off guard. Because I didn't really expect politics to get brought up in this album. Especially mm-hmm. not as much as it did. But, uh, I love, like, the almost contrasting, like, country Americana sounds. But then, like, the very, very not Republican political ideals. Which I don't think really is a thing. But I think it's kind of how it, like, stereotypically is portrayed. Like, country music is for, like, rednecks, and rednecks kind of lean to the right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which, which I think is all just bullshit because it's just stereotypes. But uh, it definitely caught me off guard the first time I heard it in a great way. He's Like, when he says, uh, oh, I miss my loved ones. No, they were taken from me. No, 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 not that line. My bad. He says, uh, <clears throat> this world is causing trouble. People judging colors of skin. People taking children from their kin. Like... No matter where you're from or where you've been, oh, Lord, this world is hardly beautiful or kind. That just fucking hits you, man. Yeah. I uh, Especially those last two lines. Yeah, you, you feel those lyrics, and it's something that anyone could relate to, I feel like. 100%. He's, I feel like he's saying it right in the line as he's trying to like reach across the aisle. Like, no matter where you're from, like how can you not see this is fucked up and this is not like what America kind of stands for. Yeah, this isn't who we are. Exactly. And he does it, like, he does it multiple times. He says, like, the, uh, the begging for soup and a bone to eat and all that stuff. Like, it's just, oh, it's just a beautiful song. I feel like he's, he's, his voice works so well with just an acoustic guitar. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I don't know. Like, he sounds great, like, like, rocking a band, for sure. But when it's just him and an acoustic guitar... And just his lyrics, like, you, don't, you don't feel like you're missing anything. Yeah, like, they it's hit, just all there. Yeah, like he puts all of the force into the lyrics, and it's fucking awesome. It's just so good. Yeah, I love this song. Anything else to say? No, that's all. <laughs> that's all I got. All right. Uh, so to the next track, Situation Station. <sighs> fucking love this song too, man. The song is great. <laughs> I. <laughs> it's so good. These two back to back were really good. Uh, uh, when he when he does the uh. The la 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 in this song, he he uh, he sings la 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 for like I guess it's part of the chorus or part of the, the 
Yeah, probably part of the course. I don't know where it is in the song. I just wrote it down. It sounds really good. I right. like it. Um, it's oh, probably my favorite song, part of the song. And there's also an instrument in the back. I think it's a ukulele. Not sure. But it's it has the same kind of sound as a ukulele if it's not a ukulele. And it sounds really good. And I like it a lot. Okay. I have no idea what you're talking about with the La La La's or the ukulele. But, uh... I believe you. <laughs> I don't remember the lala. They're in there for some reason, or a ukulele song. But I feel like that could that could definitely pass me by. But uh, I was just super into the lyrics again, man. Like just the lyrics and like just oh. So Izzy and I were driving around today, like because it was beautiful outside. Yep. And uh, man, this whole album, especially this song and like Jingle and Go. You just you open, dude. You roll the windows down. You're cruising around. This is just this is cruising music. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. With a fucking message. It's fucking awesome. Like he says, uh, what does he say? He says, actually, I I literally copied and pasted almost the entire song's lyrics because they were all so good. I couldn't figure out what to choose. But uh, I just love when he says, uh, after. After all we've been through in the end, we're all waiting in the same station. We're all standing in the same situation. Like, because is this the song where he, like, calls out Trump pretty heavy? No, it's the next one. That's the next song? Yeah. Okay. Okay, because that shit's hilarious, too. Uh, yeah, the next one. Yeah, but this whole song is just, like, about... It feels like it's, like, about being all wrapped up in the shit that's happening in the world. And then just trying to decide that, like, I just, you just need to take a break. You gotta just find like a little slice of something to make yourself feel better you know what i mean like in this whirlwind of chaos and politics and bullshit like let go for a while and find something that makes you happy and do that exactly man exactly i know this is the song he says it right here he says uh uh as the president shits upon the nation wipes his ass with all denominations turns around and begs for donations riding on the back of the poor man selling him lies like that shit is fucking hard well I missed that one, but there's oh. also one in the next. Is there one in the next? <laughs> yeah, dude, in the next dude. song, so you can be ready for that, <laughs> <laughs> dude. When when I heard him say that, I was like, "God damn, dude! Like that's amazing!" Like, yeah, no, he pretty. Uh, he, pre- I can't believe I missed that. He pretty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading that right now, and I cannot believe I completely glanced over. Dude. He says pre- the next one's definitely way more, uh, less obvious. <laughs> See, there you go, <laughs> dude. It was just awesome. Like it was, it was like political, but then it was like again, it was just like. It was about, like, trying to just not brush it off or ignore it, but, like, realize that you got to, like, you got to just take care of yourself, too, a little bit. Like, you got to, like, we're all in the same situation. Like, just, you got to just find a way to to kind of find time for yourself, I suppose. I don't know. It was a weird message, but I really liked it. I liked it a lot. I love that song. So, the next song, Goddamn Blues. What did you think of this song? This song was, like, kind of how, like, backwoods sounding. And I really liked that. It was like, I, I mean, I don't know country music that well. And we'll, we'll probably talk about that a little later when we get to my playlist. But uh, <laughs> uh, it sounded like what I imagine like older kind of country sounds like. And like I mentioned, there was a, a diss against Trump in this song. Not quite as obvious as the last one. Let's hear it because I definitely uh, missed it. It was, God damn it, blues, there's a racist man. In a White House up on the hill. Yep, I didn't miss that. I just didn't write it down. You're right. (laughs) Fucking savage, dude. Yeah. And totally true and fair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's very bluesy. It's like very like, uh, 
almost unstructured, I feel like. It's got a really weird song structure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like the lyrics, will, it'll be like three lines for a verse, and then he'll go back into this kind of chorus. And then this song has like a gospel choir. Not like a gospel choir, but he's got like... Like a, like a decent amount of background singers like singing it with him and it just gives the song so much power you know what I mean yeah like an oomph yeah and and then like when it kind of gets towards the end when he's doing like the outro and sort of like a like a little bit of an instrumental break it's just so fun like you just want to get up and fucking dance you know what I'm saying yeah this song this album rather had a lot of great instrumental breaks yeah dude for sure I honestly wish some of them were longer like especially this song the instrumental break in this song was pretty short and the outro was great, but I, I would I could have listened to them like just the band just jam for like another thirty or forty five seconds probably before they came back in. You know what I mean? Like it was just so fun. Yeah. Oh, it was so fun. Uh, I really like when he, like the like again the outro when he's like, while I'm walking down this straight and narrow road, shaking all these goddamn blues, my head's held high, but I'm feeling so low, shaking all these goddamn blues like over and over and over. Oh, I don't know. It just gets me. Like, it gets gets me like I'm, I'm, I'm in like a trance when I listen to him do it. You know what I'm saying? I love it. Yes. All right. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on to the next one. Time for my mind. Uh, uh, you can. No, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, the thing I like most about this song was easily the harmonica. The harmonica was dope. Pretty fair. I don't hear enough harmonica. Harmonica's what's up. Dude, if you want harmonica, country music's where you're going to find it. You know, there's two things that I really like in music, and the only place you find them is country, and it's harmonica and excessive strings. <laughs> Dude, fiddle music. I'm telling you, fiddle music, you got to get into it. Even, like, Irish music. Like, you don't even need to get into the country kind of fiddle. Just go listen to, like, a fucking Irish band play. Mm-hmm. So much fiddle, bro. It's awesome. I like uh, and I like fiddle. I like violin. Violin can be done really yeah, well. I think it's it's thing. done really well at a couple different points in this album. Oh, 100%. But uh um, yeah, harmonica in this song. A1. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and he uh and the song is okay. It's uh it's not one of my favorite songs on the album, but again, it's not bad. Like it's definitely good. But uh it kind of like got me thinking. I always I feel like I do this with every album we listen to, but I kind of try to put like a larger thematic theme to the like structure of the album than maybe the artist intended Mm -hmm. but i feel like this song like especially coming after the three songs that it did that are pretty political and uh stressful one could say maybe for like being alive during if you know what i'm saying (laughs) this song like time for my mind is like is almost like him saying that he's like he just needs to try to figure himself out you know what I'm saying? It kind of goes along with what we were saying earlier, too, is that sometimes with all the craziness going on, you need to take a minute for yourself to fi- figure things out, do something you enjoy, whatever it is. Exactly. Exactly. I completely agree. I, uh, yeah, I, I like it. It's a good song. It's definitely good. And it's fun. It's like, it yeah. sounds good. It's, uh, is this one of the ones that's like six minutes? I don't no, think it is. No, this okay. one's three and a half. Okay. Yeah. So it doesn't stay like around too long. And, uh, yeah, and fucking, I mean, everyone yeah. needs a little bit more harmonica in their yeah, lives, yeah. so. <laughs> Introspection, it's never a bad idea. 100%, 100%. And oh, I really like this line, too, when he says, uh, never knew getting lost on my own was going to help me find my way. Got to give me some time for my mind so I can bring it on back to you. Like, I like that. I don't know. It's, uh, it makes you think. Yeah. It makes you think about your own life as well. But, uh, yeah, pretty good song. Um, the next song, what would I've become? V- w- 
it's a hard title to say. <laughs> what would I've become sounds like very grammatical. Yeah, I don't know if that is grammatic. I'm not an expert, but <laughs> I think he's trying to now, say like what would I have become? I don't know if I ever actually read the whole name. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's weird, but uh but the song is pretty good. I didn't like it as much at first, but the more I listened to it, the more it kind of uh, I kind of dug it, you know what I mean? Yep. Musically, it's a little basic, but like the lyrics are good and the chorus is really fun. Yeah, I like the chorus. I I kind of felt the same way about this song. I kind of thought it was nothing nothing special. It was just another good song. Uh it went it went well with like the rest of the songs on the album, but yeah, for sure, not one that I'm gonna like head back to a ton. I know that. Yeah, me too, me too. I like when he said, "Uh, what would I have become if I had if I never had to pay my dues." Would I have dared to say goodbye if I had a little more to lose? Those are some good lyrics. Like, there's some good lyrics on this song. There's, there's also a really uh, dope instrumental break in this song. Word. So if you're, if you like the other ones, you're gonna like at least the instrumental break part. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So moving on to song ten, wolves. Yeah, man, wolves. <laughs> Did you not like this song? No, I liked oh, it. I okay. thought it was fine. I thought it was good. I liked this song quite a bit. <laughs> I just you said, wanted you to go ahead. I was yeah, like waiting oh. for you to say your thoughts. Uh, I thought you it made it sound like you didn't like it. Huh? I did. Right. You're right. That's not. I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> um, I like this song. It was kind of uh, kind of basic, I guess, like 100%. as far as the lyrics go. But it was fun, which is it was like kind of fun, a little wild, which with a song called Wolves. So I guess is what you would expect. Um. Yeah. My main critique with this song. Again, like I said, I was going to bring this up again. The lyrics are just so vague. Like, I don't know if I'm just not giving it enough of my, my like, brain power to, like, figure out exactly what he's trying to say. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I don't know, man. Like, 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 would not take no more had my fill. Stars had faded from my eyes and rum from looks that kill. Like, I don't know. Like, it sounds okay. But, like, what, I don't know. What is he saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, he's not. Yeah, he's a little vague. He needs to. Yeah. Reel it in a bit. Yeah, he's got to be like a little more like not. Yeah, he's just got to be a little more specific. Because there's some other lyrics on here that are really pretty, like uh, the howling moon would cry. I'd sleep away the sun. I was just a child. I knew I was afraid. Like it sounds nice, but then like I don't know. Maybe I'm just not putting it together. But uh, I just I don't know. It the lack of specificity kind of like keeps me from enjoying it as much. Because this song again, like like you said, it's kind of basic, like musically. So you can, you'd think that like he like the f- main focus should be the lyrics, but when I focus on the lyrics, I get a little bored. If I'm being honest, yeah. Uh, I did have one scary realization though while I was listening to this song. Oh, which uh, interesting. <laughs> I couldn't fucking guess what that means. <laughs> Let's hear it. <laughs> um. So I'm not. I wasn't really a fan of country music. Um before this album but i honestly think this album turned me into a country fan fuck yeah dude and i i think it was like this song was the tipping point like i was listening to this song i was like oh shit really i what about it what made you flip what 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 made this song the tipping point i guess i don't know i think i was just like i was really feeling the song when it came on and i had like like the previous like five songs are all really good so I I don't know I guess I was just like in the groove and then I just like was 
you were like, fuck it, man. I'm a country fan. <laughs> yeah. Hell it yeah. just happened. I, 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 I like country music it's, quite a bit. I, I don't really get why people hate it so much. Like, I get why people hate it so much. I think it's just the cliche themes. I really think that's most of it. Yeah. N- newer country music kind of sucks. Like, like radio country music. Yeah, but radio rap music sucks. And radio <laughs> rock music is dog shit. So, so it's like, <laughs> like all the radio and, music. And most sucks. of them have the same issue of uh, like the same annoying ten ten themes. Like, and you know, radio rap music. It's like that can happen. Dumb bullshit. Thing. Yeah, like it's fun to party to sometimes. And I can see why people would like to just throw on like as much as I hate Florida Georgia Line. I can see why you might want to throw just Florida Georgia Line at a party if you guys are just chilling. If if like country music more your thing than like rap music. But it's, I guess I can see why it gives it a bad name. I can yeah. see why people would, like, judge country music based on that shit. However, there's so much good country music. No, there absolutely is. And the internet. Like, you don't really have an excuse, I don't know, you don't really have an excuse for, like, assuming that all country music sounds like Florida Georgia Line. Because <laughs> yeah. it's so easy to prove that wrong. But, uh, yeah, okay, cool. So then the next song is Blue. Um, and now this is what I was referring to a little bit earlier. I feel like this song is almost like, it feels like an acknowledgement that he's having a difficult time putting his own feelings into words. Because he kind of straight up says it. And I don't think he's referring to like his music, obviously. But it almost feels like a meta like talk on like his album. Because he says, uh, how many times have I tried to put into words what I feel inside? It ain't easy. Baby, try to understand. I'm doing my best to be your man, and I love you. So if you take out the last three lines, like, obviously, the last three lines, they get very specifically, like, he's talking to, like, his wife. I think he's married, so he's, like, talking to his wife. Yeah. But, like, the first three lines almost feel like a confession of, like, like, I'm having a hard time, like, putting my personal feelings and thoughts into words. Like, maybe that it's, like, too, it's difficult for him to do it at all, or he's, like... Yeah, I mean, if you have problem doing it with someone that is your your wife or significant other that's probably also going to translate to sharing that music with millions of people and having difficulty sharing those feelings with millions of people i would imagine at least yeah i i mean i kind of found the song to be a little boring and long yeah i agree at uh over it was 603 um i completely kind of it kind of drags it definitely drags it's a, it's interesting. Like it's okay. Like musically, it's okay, and it kind of builds a little bit in the end, but it is pretty basic, and it does not uh, warrant the six minute length no. again. I don't think. But um, yeah, man. I mean, that's yeah. I don't know. It's 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 just another one of those songs. Like there's not there's a few songs in the album where it's just like I don't really have much to say about it almost. Yeah. Because it's not like bad. Like it's not like offensively shitty, but it's also like not saying or doing enough to make me have particularly positive thoughts on it or or any like specific thoughts i guess yeah it doesn't it doesn't add too much to the album experience exactly but uh with that moving on to hothouse this song's funny <laughs> <laughs> i like this song it's kind of goofy like it's like a like a funny story almost what do you think is going on in this story Cause it's a, it's like like a it's clearly a story, but I don't totally understand what's happening. Oh, you're gonna have to give me a second to read through the lyrics sure, to dude. remember. I'll tell you what I think the story is about. So musically, well, let's start with this. Musically, it's super fucking fun. Like it's very. I 100 percent agree with that. Yeah, it's super fun, and uh, it sounds like like the reason I think this is uh, he says in the lyrics, 
I met late night in the hen house. Oh, I remember this, this song now. Yeah. What is okay. a hen house? Is a hen house a like... hen house is like chicken coop. He literally like no, but like literally though, like he literally met a girl in a chicken coop. Or is a hen house like a word for something like, like a not like a brothel, but like a you know what I'm saying? Like is it like a different thing? Because I tried to look look into it and I didn't really find anything to sh- say that it's something else. But it almost sounds like it would be like a slightly offensive way to say like. Like, place where you go to pay to have sex with women. You know what I mean? It might be a bar. Like, we have the Tin Rooster. Maybe the Hen House is, like, a bar. That's true. I suppose it could... Well, okay. The so, Tin Rooster is a bar by us, just to clarify. So, I just went on Urban Dictionary real quick. Yeah, it's... And it's a horror. <laughs> that's, what, that's what someone said, yeah. So, that's, that's, like, what I thought immediately. Like, that was my first thought. Which makes the song even funnier to me. Like, I mean, I'm at the hot house breaking stones. <laughs> I think the hot house is a. Uh, someone said the hot house is like prison. I don't know if that's true, but uh, but the late night in the hen house met this girl. My Cadillac was full of gold. Her name was May Pearl. Like that sounds like he was at like like you said like a whorehouse, which yeah. which is like, and then he like gets he's like into her, like he almost like falls for her kind of. And then another dude comes back and like threatens him with a switchblade. And then May Pearl fucking shoots the dude in the head six times, kills him, and then he runs away. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I remember this one. That shit's hilarious, dude. It's uh, so random. <laughs> yeah, it was. It, yeah, it definitely, and it was like the first song that on on the album that I'm thinking of that can uh, that tells like a story in this way. That's like very just like beginning middle end it's very of. country music. yeah yeah it's like because i feel like a lot of country music is like that where it's like they're telling like a like a story from like like you said beginning middle end like there's a story going on i liked it i thought it was really fun and it was like goofy and the music was fucking awesome like it was so like rock and roll like bluesy kind of you know what i mean yeah like, it was really fun i i definitely like this one a lot uh, i gotta i'll be right back i gotta repeat really fast. yep go for it. <laughs> i was gonna try to hold it but it's not happening should I keep them entertained? Well, Dave is gone. We're going to talk about my true passion, peanut butter. Uh, personally, I like creamy, but I do occasionally splurge and go with crunchy. Uh, Ritz crackers is obviously the way to go. However, a celery or a banana is a fantastic choice. Uh, it's a great source of protein, very calorie dense. I would I would definitely go for some peanut butter if you're at the grocery store or on your way. Peanut butter. Are you on the phone? Nope. Oh. Talking to the fans? Yep. Give them some advice. Well, I guess I'll have to leave that in. I was just planning on... I almost paused the microphone because I was just like, oh, I'll just be right back. Uh, not all of it is uh, valuable advice, but some of it's valuable advice. Fair enough, dude. <laughs> so the next song is uh, Stones. And this is a pretty sad song, I'm going to say. And again, the lyrics are kind of weird. Like, they're kind of, not like abstract, but kind of abstract. You know what I mean? Like, they're not super specific. But um, but after reading through the lyrics a few times, because I was like, I know something's going on in this song that I'm just, like, not getting right at first glance. It sounds like he's, like, singing to, like, a person that he loved that's died and uh, he's just, like, trying to to deal, like, with the grief and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And uh, it's a beautiful song, too. Like, it's very pretty. Yeah, it definitely seems like it's about, like, a wake or a funeral. Yeah. Like, like in the, like, specifically about when you're at 
the church or at the funeral home with, uh, with, I guess, his actions that he talks about in the song, like laying, laying his head on their chest, uh, or lay his mother's hands, uh, lay his mother's hands across, uh, her, her breath. Her breath. Let me hear you say. See, those lines kind of made me think like, uh, well, not those lines specifically, but he says, uh, Dear grave, rest my weary head, rest mm-hmm. my weary head upon your stone. It sounded to me, it sounded like he was like, like in a cemetery, like looking at a gravestone. Of okay, you know what I'm saying? That's kind of the vibe that I got. But, uh, but again, I mean, the lyrics, this song, I kind of get why you want the lyrics to be a little vague, you yeah, because this seems like a very personal thing. But, um, and it works in my opinion for this song, like it definitely kind of works better than it did for Lover Girl, in my opinion. But yeah, man, I don't know. It was just like a really sad song. Like, and uh, it's, it's, it's too long. It's just too long. Yeah, I do agree with that. It is too long. This one's it's over six again. Six minutes and four seconds is way too long, bro. Like, I don't know. Like, it's, it, I get it, and I like it. And it's not bad, but it just, I don't think it justifies being six minutes and four seconds. Long. No. I feel like it picks up a little bit around like four and a half, but then it kind of just whimpers out. Like, it doesn't even keep that energy to finish the song off. I feel like it would have been better to just cut it off at four and a half minutes rather than drag on and repeat the same lyrics again for another minute and a half. Yeah. You know what I mean? It would have been better just to end it. I feel like it would have left, left you with a better feel in your mouth about the song. Yeah, me too. I feel the same way. On to the next track, America. Dude, this, uh, I love this song. Yeah, I think this song <laughs> is really good. I like the theme behind this song. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. The lyrics are so goddamn good. When he said, I, again, I pretty much just wrote down the entire set of lyrics because they were all so good. I was like, I'll f- pick what I want to say when we get to the mic. Yep. But, uh, oh, he just says so much good stuff, man. Like when he says, America, unload that gun, save a daughter, save a son, our bullets dress them up in blood. Mm-hmm. That's fucking some brutal imagery, dude. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, this song has like a, he doesn't recognize his, his own country kind of feel in, in my mind. A hundred percent. 100%. And I feel like... <laughs> he that, even says it, I think. America, where have you gone? Can't you see what's going on? Like, Yeah. It, it, it goes with the, the, the same kind of political feeling that we were getting around midway through this mm-hmm. album. And he kind of, you know, fl- flushes them out here again. 100%. Um, and it's, again, him with just like an acoustic guitar, just really fucking singing his ass off. It's only three minutes, so it doesn't like overstay its welcome. No. You know what I'm saying? Like he says what he needs to say, and then he's he's he gets out of there, and uh, yeah, it's a it's just a beautiful song, man. It's really good. It uh and it dives back in because I feel like for the last few songs he kind of got out of that political realm for a little bit. Yep, which is probably a good idea because it didn't yeah, need to you be. Don't, you a don't want to make the song whole album, album political. That would be, yeah. I think, you know, regardless of what it was about, annoying. Yeah, I agree, but uh, but yeah, man, I love this song. I don't know, it was beautiful. It was just really well put together. He sounds great, like his vocals sound great, and the lyrics are fantastic. Um, and now, on to the last song, Blues Lady. Uh, I thought this was a weird way to end the album. Could, not because I don't like the song, because I actually really like the song a lot. But uh, it just seemed like a, a really somber, almost random note to end the album on. Yeah, and a lot of the album was very upbeat. Yeah. So I feel like it would have done the album more justice to kind of end it on more of an upbeat note. I feel like it would have even, like, I agree with you there. I feel like it, it would have even made sense more than it did with this song to just end it on America. Yeah, I, uh, I agree. 
You know what I mean? Like, it would have been cool for him to end it on an upbeat song, but he started it on an upbeat song, so I feel like that was pretty good. But I feel like he could have tied, like, a lot of the themes of the album together pretty well on the song America and just called it a day at that. Yeah. Maybe. Or maybe even switch the order. Switch the order or take out, honestly, take out one of those, like, long, draggy six-minute songs, throw this one there, and then... Leave America at the bottom yeah. would have been how I would have mixed this album if I, I was putting it together. I completely agree, but uh, but on I mean on to the specific song I suppose it's a pretty good song, man. The lyrics are really good. It's musically really it's pretty interesting. I think it's just another like nice little country song. You know what I mean? And uh, the song I think this is what I'm gonna take away from it as I think it's kind of like like a eulogy or an ode almost to a couple people to one his mother specifically. And then just to, to like importance, like singers that have died recently. And specifically, I think probably Aretha Franklin and Janis Joplin. Because, uh, like when he says, like, uh, just like, uh, we hope you hear us and you are dancing just like you did in the Chelsea Hotel. Like the whole second verse mm-hmm. seems like it's got to be about like a singer. And, uh, the first verse kind of seems like it's got to be about his mother. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, he does say, you were so high and far away, Mama. But, I mean, he could also be saying it just he, to... Because he's got that, like, southern sort of, like, he could just call a woman Mama. Like, he might just do that regularly. Mm-hmm. But it, it specifically, to me, it sounded like that whole first verse was, like, about his mother. Because he's like, send us down sweet angels. Send us down sugar and smiles. Like, the kind that you wore in your hair. You took a ride. You took a ride, blues lady, somewhere high up in the sky. You couldn't hear me say goodbye. Like, those kind of things. It sounds like very... uh personal which i fucking love he, finally yeah he, he also, finally figured it out by the end of the album he figured out how to be personal with his lyrics uh he also ends ends the chorus and the song and the album with uh fare thee well dear mama won't be seeing you f- for a while dude that shit which makes is, me uh, cry <laughs> it makes me my heart fucking hurt so bad bro yeah oh it's such a be- like a sad beautiful way to to end the song i don't know I still don't know that it's the best song to end the album, but uh, it's a great song, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, no, it's a, it's a good song. It's definitely uh, tugs at the heartstrings. Definitely. 100%, man. Uh, so, yeah, I guess that's the whole thing. That's, uh, yeah, that's an uh, American love song, right? American love song, man. Uh, favorite tracks. I'm going to go ahead and go first. Uh, I'm going to say Jingle and Go, because oh. that song is a fucking bop. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yep. I, I'm, I'm going to say Beautiful and Kind. Mm-hmm. And uh, this last one is a little bit of a toss-up. Because unlike some of the albums that we listen to, there's like a lot of really good songs that I really like. Even though there's quite a few songs that I'm not like a huge fan of. But I'm going to have to say it's probably Situation Station. Okay. I was, it was between like that and America and uh, Blues Lady. But I'm going to think, I think it's going to have to go to a Situation Station for me. So for me... My uh, first song is Beautiful and Kind. My second song is Situation Station. <laughs> Hell yeah. And I, my... I love how we always have at least two of the same three <laughs> favorite songs at the end. I mean, I guess there's only ever, this is the most, 15 songs. That's true. So It's a long album. Uh, and then and then my third one is Wolves. Like, Wolves. The okay. one I realized I was becoming a country music fan during. <laughs> The one where you went out and bought a pair of can- uh, cowboy boots. Yeah, I Phillips. <laughs> I have I have Gator boots now. Oh, so. Jesus and Christ! A big, huge bell buckle. Dude, all right. So, closing thoughts on the album. 
I uh, I think it's a really good album, man. I think if you if you think that country music is just stupid hicks talking about drinking beer and driving trucks, then you should listen to this album because uh, you're fucking wrong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's way more to it, and I feel like if anyone might be able to convince you. It, it could be American Love Song by Ryan Bingham. You know what I'm saying? I also feel like if you're the type of person who only likes old country music because you feel like new country music is all talking about trucks and drinking <laughs> beer, this is also a good album for you to listen to. 100%. Yeah. 100%. For the I same reason. Say that shit. Yeah. No. Oh, it's so annoying. Then, yeah, if you say that, you just. You know, turn off the radio and listen you know, to something for else. music. Yeah, exactly. And we're going to get more to that too in our next segment, which is the playlist segment. All right. My favorite part of the show. Can I go first because mine's abysmal? Yeah, dude, go for it. Oh, uh, you want to explain what it is though? Oh, oh yeah. Okay. So every album we do, we put together a playlist each of between five and ten songs that we think that you might enjoy if you enjoy this album. And as a fun little game, if we happen to have the same song in each of our playlists we'll each have 30 seconds to pick a new song for our playlist so as i mentioned i uh was never really a country music fan until like a year ago so you're gonna have to forgive my very uh limited <laughs> knowledge of country music and if you're a country fan you will probably hate this because it's just gonna be the most overplayed songs <laughs> it's gonna be like Stairway to Heaven, Led Zeppelin, wow. but eight times. <laughs> with the exception of maybe one or two. So uh, I'm going to start off strong with uh, Take Me Home Country Roads by John Denver. Wow. <laughs> I fucking hate you. That's so funny, dude. I actually genuinely like this song. Is this even a country song? I think so. I don't think it is. Is it not? I don't think See, so. See, I don't even really know what country music is, but... Uh, <laughs> I mean, maybe it is. I don't know. I guess it got I thought is. John Denver was country. I don't know. I'm probably wrong. Maybe he's not. But uh, that's the first one, either way. It has. It says country roads. It's got to be country. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, I guess it is country. I don't know. It, it is pretty country. You're right. That's fair. Uh, my next... <laughs> I'm, t- I'm telling you, it's abysmal. My next... Uh, at least I know it. Uh, Wagon Wheel by Old Crow Medis- Medicine Show. I, I mentioned this song in one of our previous episodes. Did you? Yeah, dude. Because remember when we did the Weezer cover album, I was talking about how a lot of people cover Bob Dylan songs. Mm-hmm. This song was written by Bob Dylan and Old Crow Medicine Show, and then it got popular because of the Darius Rucker cover from very recently. Okay. Yeah. It's a great song. Yeah, it's, it's a fucking fantastic amazing. song. Yeah. Uh, next. This one is kind of more of a, an indie song, but I feel like you might... It's got like that country feel to it. It's uh, Home by Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zero. Oh, yeah. This song, song is really good. Folky as shit. Yeah, it's got that, uh, yeah, like, folky vibe. Uh, next, American Pie by Don McLean. Okay. Uh, I feel like I know this song. You will absolutely know this song. There's no, <laughs> there's no way you don't know this song. That's pretty fair. Uh, Send Me On My Way by uh, Rusted Root. Wow, yeah. Rusted Root. That's incredible. <laughs> and then... Uh, is it that song? Yes, oh, that's boy. it. That, I put that song for... It's it's like... It's again got that like folky kind of vibe to, it, vibe to it. Which that's I feel fair. like is very close to the country vibe. And I, I love folky music, so... <laughs> um, Sweet Home Alabama. Wow, I fucking hate you. Oh my god, that's so funny. Uh... 
Southern rock. That's fair. All right. Uh, this this one this one's for you, Billy. Hurt ah. hurt by Johnny Cash. Ah. Perfect. Dude, I I thought my playlist was like a little basic because I no, picked my, some pretty popular songs. Mine but you is just so, blew me out of the water. No, yeah. <laughs> this I actually genuinely really like Hurt by Johnny Cash. Oh, it's incredible. It's and a great song. Uh, I didn't I didn't even always know about Johnny Cash. I didn't know about him until like a year and a half ago or two years ago. Shout out to Billy. Shout out to Billy. Thank <laughs> you. William Spitzerson. <laughs> uh, it's a it's a great song. Uh, and then my my last two. One is uh, Chicken Fry by Zach Brown Band. This is a really fun song. I heard them that song uh, live with Billy. Shout out to Billy again. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the last song is called Chicks Dig It by Chris Cagle, C-A-G-L-E, Cagle, I don't know, <laughs> by, <laughs> by Chris Cagle. Uh, this is the only country song I liked for most of my life until about a, about a year ago. Until Billy came, until into, Billy came into my life. <laughs> so if you want to hear what I thought country was for, uh, for a long period of time, this is an all right song. Hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is funny. All right. So I'll get into my playlist then. The first song is Welcome to Earth Pollywog by uh, Sturgill Simpson. It's a, a very beautiful song. It's like a welcoming of his, at the time, newly born son into the world. And uh, it's a very good, like, he's got like that classic country voice. So again, if you think all new country is Florida Georgia Line. Go listen to Sturgill Simpson's A Sailor's Guide to Earth, or or whatever the album is called. The Sailor's Guide to, uh, yeah, The Sailor's Guide to Earth. It's incredible. And this is the first song on it, and it's a very beautiful song. Uh, the next song I have is Wild Bill Hickok. Hickok? Uh, this is like a, like, he's like an old American West hero, apparently. Like a folk hero, kind of. And uh, it's by Coulter Wall. Who I didn't hear about until like until I was trying to find songs for this because I didn't want to be completely basic. He's got a crazy old school country voice. Like you look at him and you wouldn't expect it, but he sounds like fucking Johnny Cash, dude. And it's a great song. It's basically just like the story of this Bill Hickok's Hickok's life. So I think you'll dig it if you like old kind of like style country story songs. Uh, the next song is oh, one of my favorite songs of all time called "Cool Water" by Hank Williams. And I discovered this song. I think I might actually know that one. <laughs> Dude, remember, did you watch the movie Buster Scruggs with me? No. Okay, well, it's on uh, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. It's on Netflix. It's like a Joel and Ethan Cohen movie. And uh, it's, it's a Netflix original, and it's incredible. It's like an anthology of, of like, westerns where they start out, like, really idyllic, like, and how people, like, idolize the West. And then they get dark as shit at the end. <laughs> like they're like short stories, like five or six short stories where the stories just get fucked up. Cause the West was fucked up. And, uh, this song is in the very first scene. Uh, and it's sung by the guy who plays the actor. I, I forget what his name is, but his version is great too. But the Hank Williams version is really, really good. And I don't think it's a Hank Williams song. I think someone else wrote it, but, uh, Hank Williams version is fantastic. So if you know who Hank Williams is, I don't know. I do, I don't know, even who, know. I do know who well, Hank Williams is. No, not even oh, you. Okay. <laughs> I'm just talking to like the, the listeners. If yeah. you know who Hank Williams is, I mean, that's like, that'd be a great place to start if you're trying to get into old country music. Yeah. So. And you do know who Hank Williams is because if you've ever seen the Yodel Boy, that fucking song he does is a Hank Williams song. So there you go. 
Uh, the next song is Hank Williams Jr. It's family tradition. Everyone's probably going to know this song who likes country music. It's a fucking classic. It's that song where, like, at the end of the night at 12 North, you throw that song on the jukebox and every drunk asshole is just going to fucking lose their mind because it's awesome. Uh, so check that song out if you haven't heard of it somehow because it's incredible. Uh, the next song I got is A Boy Named Sue by Johnny Cash. Yeah, I don't know if you've ever heard this song, Joe. It's fantastic. It's about, it's literally a story of him being born and his father naming him Sue and then leaving his mother. I've heard this song. And then him trying to go out and find him, fucking kill him. It's awesome. And this, the version I put on is the live one from the San Quentin Quentin, uh, prison. Because he did like, I'm sure you knew about this. Yeah. But he did like a bunch of prison albums and they're awesome. And this is, I really like the version that he did at the prison. So uh, check that out for sure. Uh, The next song is Take This Job and Shove It by Johnny Paycheck. Uh, I just I just found out about Johnny Paycheck like three days ago while listening to a podcast called Disgraceland about like shitty assholes in the music world. And uh, this man was crazy. He sounded like a fucking insane person. And he made great music. And he didn't write this song. It was written by one of his friends. But this is the song that like really got him popular. And it's a fantastic song. It's a it's a fantastic like old school country song. So check out Johnny Paycheck. Take this job and shove it. Uh, the next song is Sick Amount of Chicken by Zach Brown Band. Uh, Billy, if you're listening, you fucking better know this song, bro. You act like you're the biggest Zach Brown fan in the world. This is, I think it's the last song on their first album, and it's just ridiculous. It's so weird and fun. <laughs> uh, and I don't think I have anything else to say about it. Just check it out. It's weird. It's a good time. Sick Amount of Chicken. Sick Amount of Chicken. Uh, the next song is Mama Tried by Merle Haggard and the Strangers. You probably know this song, too. Because uh, it's another one of those songs that's just wildly famous because it's an incredible country song. Uh, so if you don't know it, I mean, you got to check it out. It's it's great. You're going to love it. And uh, the very last song, as I, I had to put this in there because I was like trying to think of something that was like not completely country, but kind of country. I put on the song uh, Le- or Light On by Pine Grove. Because Pine Grove, okay. Pine Grove is incredible. And it, in my opinion, they're very, very country-influenced. I, f- I think it's very obvious if you listen to their music. And I love Pine Grove. I've got the album cover from the first album tattooed on my chest. Uh, we're going to see him relatively soon. So, uh, And this song particularly is like particularly country, in my opinion. And it's fucking amazing. It's just a beautiful, beautiful song. So uh, if you've never heard of Pine Grove, definitely check out Light On by Pine Grove. And uh, that's going to be my playlist. So, All right. I had a good time with this album, man. I really yeah, liked it. This was a great album. Yeah, it was way better than I expected, considering I had no idea who Ryan Bingham was when you said, hey, you want to check this album out? And I'm <laughs> glad you did. I'm glad you found it randomly while scrolling through Spotify. There we go. Because uh, I never would have heard it, I don't think, if we hadn't I, done I, this. I, I never would have clicked on this album if we weren't doing this podcast. So. Yeah, so the fucking, that's why we do it, man. Podcast is sick. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so next... Uh, the next full episode that we'll be putting out, like album review we'll be putting out, is going to be the album Beware of the Dogs by Stella Dinelli. You ever heard of Stella Dinelli, Joe? I have not. She's fucking amazing. She is a, a like an Australian indie artist. Uh, from who, the Down Under. From the Down Under. <laughs> what, who I discovered like a couple of years ago on Bandcamp. Because she had an album called Thrush Metal. And the album cover was just her with like a spoonful of noodles in her mouth, like eating out of a bowl. And it was weird as shit. So I checked it out and it was amazing. And she uh, finally has released her debut album. 
uh, called Beware of the Dogs. Okay. So uh, we got to f- fucking obviously we have to check it out because yeah. I'm going to check it out regardless. So uh, yeah, that that's what we'll be coming back with you next time with. Yeah, that's so. Uh, uh, and we'll have some, we'll have another singles review coming up before that. Yeah, for sure. I'm not going to tell you what those are because we don't know yet. Yeah, well, uh... <laughs> that's the whole point of it. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so. Follow us on uh, on Twitter it's, at track four track one, uh, and on Instagram at track four track. And if you have podcast underscore podcast underscore podcast, I knew there was more to it. Track four track underscore podcast four is a number. I'm sure you figured that out if you're listening to this show. Yeah, right we're now. hip. We're yeah, something like that. That's what <laughs> we'll call it. Um, <laughs> if you got any suggestions or feedback, you just want to say hello. You can email us at track four number four track pod at gmail.com. Yeah, no one has emailed us yet. So if you do, you'll be our number one priority. Dude, you'll be our number one fan. Yeah. <laughs> um and I feel like there was one more thing I wanted to say. What else are we doing, Joe? We got something else. Am I wrong? I think you're wrong. Am I just losing my mind? I think I think it's just time. We got Twitter, the Instagram. The, 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 oh, the last thing I wanted to say. Uh, dude, if you would, if you like this show, I would love it. Joe and I would love it together. If you would review us on iTunes. Oh, Because okay. allegedly, yeah. that is like a huge way to like get your podcast pushed further up in like search results and get more people to see it. So even if you don't listen on iTunes, if you just could go on the iTunes store and just give us a review... That would be amazing. Yeah, that would be huge help if you you enjoy this podcast. 100%. And, uh, yeah, that was the last thing I wanted to say. So, uh, with that, I guess we should just meander until I cut it off. Yeah, I mean, I can't believe we got through an entire country album without talking about Red Dead Redemption. Dude, I can. I didn't play the game. (laughs) (laughs) I played, like, 20 minutes of it. I have too many games to play. This is an hour long. I didn't even think about it until halfway through. This is the longest episode we've ever done. That's fine. The longest yeah, album we get to just too, so. listen to the whole thing on the yeah. way to work. Yeah, riding 100%. the iron horse. It's gonna take me so long to edit this. That's fine. That's fine. All right, all right. I think we should probably. Should we edit? I mean, we got more to record. That's so. true. We have to do. Yeah. So, all right. Bye, guys. Bye.